At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir. S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Last night, we talked about our favorite plays of the day. Villanova, I said (laughs) that I was going to hold my breath and play you the Wildcats on the money line. It was heavy, and I did it. It was minus 280. Now, I don't advise this all the time because team loses, you're going to get crushed. But I did it, and guess what? Villanova was down 17 points in this game against St. John's. And I thought about putting in a live bet on Nova. And I said, you know what? Let's we can get a great number on Nova, plus money. They're down 17 points in the second half. But then I reminded myself, hey, moron, you laid minus 280 on this game. Like, think about what you have at risk here. Let's not compile it, right? Which is, hey, number one lesson, don't compile. Okay? Don't chase. Don't compile. Stick to your budget. Stick to your plan. So I held firm and never a doubt, right? (laughs) No. What a sweat it was at the end. But Villanova came away with the victory over the Johnnies, and they advanced to the semifinals of the Big East. And 
yes, the crowd was in love with St. John's. It's New York. It's their pretty much home court there, right, at the Garden. And it was not a disadvantage for Villanova, but it felt like the building was rooting for St. John's, which made sense. Something that I noticed in watching these games here on uh, Thursday, especially in the Big East, UConn returns to the Big East, returns to the Garden, and the crowd was all Huskies. And this concerns me because Villanova will play against UConn in the Big East semifinals. And with the crowd against them, of course, as with St. John's, and the crowd against them, what's going to be with UConn here, I just don't, I don't know if I can lay a number here with Villanova. Um, Jim Calhoun was there. They showed him on the big screen and, um, you know, just, just electric. It really was. It really was an electric crowd. It's been eight years since UConn was in the Big East, right? Or eight years since they left the Big East. Last year, they were back, but because of the pandemic, no fans and whatnot, and being at Madison Square Garden, where UConn has had such a history of winning, it's been, um, you know, it's, it's, it was all UConn. It was, the crowd was, that's it. The, the crowd was all Husky fans. And yesterday, or Thursday, was also the anniversary of when Kemba Walker hit that famous step-back jumper to send UConn to the Big East semifinals. It was 11 years to the day, which is pretty crazy. Uh, So now, yeah, UConn against Villanova. The crowd's going to be all on UConn's side. But I'm on Villanova's side. Do I take Nova in this game? Do I go with the crowd and back the Huskies as an underdog? You know, UConn's been a thorn in in Villanova's side. There was the game where they beat Villanova 71-69 when it was the most egregious um, non-call you'll ever see, where they called that jump ball uh, when the guy was clearly intentionally fouling, which was a little ridiculous. Uh, But then again, they lost to Villanova earlier this season, but that was a close game. And I haven't seen a, a line out just yet on this game. So don't know what the spread's going to be. I would imagine 
It's Nova by, let's see, Nova by three, four, right? I mean, UConn was favored the last time they played. That was obviously in Connecticut. Um, when the game was in Philadelphia, Nova was a four-point favorite. So, I, yeah, I'd say three, maybe three-point favorite in this game. And it'll probably come down to the wire, as a lot of these conference tournaments have come down to the wire, especially in the Big East. So here's what we have coming up on Friday. All right. In the Big East Conference, semifinal action, Creighton against Providence. Providence is a three-point favorite. And then Villanova against UConn. Don't know the spread yet. I would guess that Villanova would be a three-point favorite. That's the semifinal action in the Big East. Semifinal action in the ACC. Duke against Miami. Duke is a nine-point favorite. And then North Carolina against Virginia Tech. North Carolina is a two-point favorite. Uh, North Carolina playing good basketball as of late. In the Big 12 semifinals, TCU against Kansas. Kansas is an eight-point favorite. And we all know the troubles that TCU gave them at the end of this season, where the two they played back-to-back games. TCU won the first game in Fort Worth, and then they almost won the next game in Fog Allen, um, where Kansas was able to escape with a four-point victory, but TCU covers the spread. So does TCU cover again? They're 2-0 ATS against Kansas this season. And then Texas Tech against Oklahoma – Texas Tech is a seven-point favorite. In the Big Ten quarterfinal action, Illinois will take on Indiana. Illinois is a five-point favorite. Now, when it comes to the Big Ten and the SEC that we'll get into in just a second, these there's all these teams, there's going to be four teams. Each game will feature a team that is coming off of a double bye, a team that has not played in a couple of days versus a team that is coming off the win on Thursday. We saw on Thursday teams that were coming off of the Wednesday win against the teams coming off the double bye were able to cover and in some aspects, in in some situations, get an outright win. So do we fade the teams coming off the double bye? Illinois laying five against Indiana. I actually like Illinois in that spot, so I don't know if I can do it. Rutgers, though, is playing against Iowa. Iowa's a seven-point favorite, and I think, yeah, I think we fade Rutgers coming off that double bye, and we buy on to Iowa, who's coming off the win. Michigan State coming off a win is a two-point dog against number 12, Wisconsin, and maybe you fade Wisconsin off the bye, and you back Michigan State. Uh, Purdue, number nine, Purdue is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite over Penn State. In the SEC... We will have, uh, let's see, Auburn host uh, against Texas A&M, not hosting, Auburn against Texas A&M, Auburn a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Arkansas is a two-point favorite over LSU. Tennessee, a six-and-a-half-point favorite against Mississippi State. And Kentucky, 11-and-a-half-point favorites over Vanderbilt. I feel like Tennessee's the play in that spot. You know, Tennessee's a team that's playing well. But, again, do we 
go against these teams that are coming in off the bye. The teams coming in off the bye is Auburn, Arkansas, Tennessee, and Kentucky. 11 and a half is a high number, too, for Kentucky and Vanderbilt, especially when you consider Vanderbilt's upset over Alabama here on Thursday. Uh, these two teams played uh, in uh, Nashville, and it was Kentucky winning by 12 in Nashville, and then Kentucky won by 7 in Lexington. So that's the situation between those two teams. Uh, we will also, in the Pac-12, have semifinal action. We know about USC against UCLA. I'm going to be fading the Trojans. Why? Because I can't stand the Trojans. So I will. they just, net, to me, they look like a, a, a team that doesn't know what to do. Late game situations. UCLA is a six-point favorite. It's actually a little higher than what I thought it was going to be. UCLA is a, I thought, yeah, I thought about five, but UCLA is a six-point favorite against UCLA. Arizona lay nine and a half against Colorado. Might want to take that nine and a half with Colorado. That could be an interesting spot. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Coming up next, we'll be joined by Jason Weingarten, host of the Wide World of Weingarten podcast. We're going to talk about the big news in Major League Baseball. It's back, and we will have a full 162-game season. Cheers for all. What future bets now can we make that we know we're going to have a season? This is The Look Ahead here on v the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. 
Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Taz, you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find the wide world of Wine Garden wherever you get your podcast. And Jason Weingarten joins me, Scott Seidenberg, right here on The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Jason, uh, give me uh, the number here, your level of excitement when Major League Baseball announced that a decision has come to, uh, they came to an agreement, and that we will have a full 162 game season, I'll say like a a solid seven. <laughs> so, hey, that's still good. Solid seven, still good. So, um, we were expecting maybe the free agent frenzy to start once the announcement came, but we haven't really gotten it just yet. Are you still expecting that to come down over the next couple of days, or do you think it's going to take teams a little bit here to start negotiations? Oh, I think it's going to start. I think it just maybe took a minute to uh, to get started. No one, no one wants to be the first team to submit a, a deal to the league um, and admit that you were tampering sort of <laughs> Who's the biggest name in your mind uh, that will be the biggest domino to fall? Freddie Freeman. I think uh, Freddie Freeman and Carlos Correa are the uh, top of the free agency class left out there. And where do you think the best landing spots for both players are? Oh, it's tough because uh, I think I think L.A. is the best landing spot for Freddie Freeman. The Dodgers, I'm not, not 100% he's going to land there. I think the... Uh, the Yankees are making a big push for him. Um, and then Crea, I think it's between the Astros and probably Baltimore with an outside shot. Baltimore with an outside shot. If he goes to Baltimore, you, I, I, I got to imagine you're going to be placing a lot of bets on the Orioles this year. 
Yeah, but I'm not looking forward to that, but I could see that happening. Yeah, I mean, listen, you're going to get great plus money value every time they play, and then when you have a stud like Correa, you never know uh, uh, what could happen. Uh, Clayton Kershaw is a free agent. Do you expect him to be back in L.A.? Not particularly. If if he wanted to be back, he would have signed a deal before the lockout. So um, I think he probably finished his career at home in Texas. With the Rangers? Rangers, yes. Okay. Uh, let's say, say the Astros. I mean, uh, now, you know, that, I don't like the sound of that. But, uh, yeah, that never happened. <laughs> okay, with the Rangers there, interesting stuff. So uh, where are you looking now? Are you waiting to place some future bets to see the way the free agency unfolds? Yeah, I think I'll probably, you know, wait through the weekend and see what, what happens. and You know, kind of take it from there. I don't think you need to rush out and bet anything, you know, right now, just because just baseball's back. Do you think that, you know, the the making up of the two series that were missed, do you think that that affects the teams and uh, affects the way that we're going to be betting on these games? I think they announced, what, that one of those series will be double headers, right? And then the other ones will be at the end of the season. Is that how they're going to make up those six games or seven games? Yeah, I think but just a couple less off days. But, no, I think it'll – It'll be relatively normal. Won't won't really impact anything for betting. Okay, so that's good. Um, and then the biggest team that could make the biggest jump in the futures market with a free agent signing would be who? You know, I I really have to to think about stuff like that because without baseball for the last couple months, I've I've fallen out of of some 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 of the typical you know, numbers practice that I would normally be in. So I, I don't, I don't have a team that I think is going to really exceed. Maybe the Padres Padres probably played poorly last year would bounce back this year, but I don't, I haven't done those, those sort of numbers yet. What's your number threshold uh, typically for a futures bet? Like you wouldn't look at a team unless the odds are at what number, what's your threshold? look I mean I'll look at any number just it's more the situation than the number but um you know I just right now you just want to like like not not that you need to give people time to firm up their numbers or anything but there's no hurry to run out there and bet stuff that, that has been posted for for a while already uh what's the situation with spring training do we know how many weeks we're going to get and will you be looking to bet that market yeah, it starts next week. I'll, I'll be looking to bet it, but I, I don't have a lot of details yet. Details are still coming in. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so going to be on top of that market once uh, that comes in. And, and just, you know, obviously you, you are someone that loves betting on spring training. You said that in the past. That was the biggest thing that you were concerned about with this baseball lockout was that we were going to miss spring training games. So now the fact that we're going to get some to start the season might be condensed, but we're going to get some. I'm sure you're uh, you're thrilled about betting some of those games. Yeah, always better better than nothing. Yeah, exactly. Uh Jason, it's going to be fun uh Major League Baseball. Any any final thoughts on just what is going to come out of this? You know, you're waiting for free agent dominoes to fall and uh taking a look at how each team can improve. As you mentioned Freddie Freeman, you think is the biggest name out there. He goes to the Yankees. It's certainly going to be a big boost to New York. And, and it, you know, as much as I like 
Anthony Rizzo, um, you know, he's he's uh, Freeman certainly a step up for for New York. I think I think we'll see pretty quickly with the new uh, collective bargaining agreement which teams are committed to spending and competing, and which teams are not. So you know, it'll it'll be interesting to see the first couple of days of free agency here. Do you bet any minor league baseball? Yeah, yeah, I do a lot of minor minor league baseball. What do you What do you look for when attacking a game? Uh, mostly, I start with the lineups and sort of just handicap the lineups. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it depends. Are you looking for like major league talent, or are you looking for um, you know just guys that are performing? No, I mean talent is not particularly relevant as long as I can, you know, come up with the projection and then, you know, make a number for each team. Um, doesn't necessarily have to be that major league talent. It, 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 uh, you know, it just needs to be quality players mm-hmm. more than major league talent necessarily. Does that help you betting minor league baseball? What does it help you when it comes to betting the major league teams, I guess, maybe towards the end of the season? It helps you kind of know the pitchers and know who's up and who's down and what's going on. But uh, I think it just, it really adds to the workload. It, it goes from, you know, if you have 15 games to handicap one day, now you're up, you know, double, you have 30. Yeah. And, and the, the, certainly we get times throughout the season where, um, you know, pitchers are called up to make spot starts. And a lot of people might be unfamiliar with that pitcher. And uh, if you have been familiar betting them in the minor leagues, and you certainly know what to expect, you can take advantage of uh, a pretty soft market when it comes to those lines, just knowing those uh, teams. So maybe I should be looking a little bit more at minor league baseball. I definitely want to check out some Aviators games here in uh, in, in Vegas, and uh, hopefully the A's in a couple of years as well. Jason, I appreciate the time. Congratulations. We're celebrating. Baseball's back. Looking forward to free agents being signed over the next couple of days and the next week or so, and then uh, we'll really start to attack the futures market once we get a feel for these teams. Definitely. Thanks for uh, having me on tonight. I'm happy uh, baseball's back. Nice nice talking about baseball again. Oh, yeah, we can't wait. It feels warmer already just talking baseball. He's Jason Weingarten. Follow him on Twitter at Spreadopedia, and uh, he contributes to Point Spread Weekly, uh, Wide World of Wine Garden podcast available wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, you know, Jason uh, had Shohei Otani to win the MVP last year at a huge number that he got uh, in the offseason. So uh, once free agents do get signed and we know who's playing on what team, there'll be some markets to attack here for sure. Uh, right now, the Dodgers are your favorite to win the World Series at seven to one. Yankees are nine to one. The Astros nine to one as well. The New York Mets at ten to one, and we all know what the uh, pitching situation is for the New York Mets with Max Scherzer and Jacob Degrom. Uh, I do think the Yankees are going to be interesting. Uh, they're always a heavily bet team, but uh, they're always going to be in contention because of the lineup and the roster that they have. Yankees still need to do something at the shortstop position. I think that they might target a stopgap shortstop here just in the time being. Go somewhere in free agency, bring in a veteran that'll handle it for a year or so because they do have a prospect coming up through the system that is supposed to be a pretty uh, hot commodity when it comes to the middle infield. 
I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air. Coming up next, Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports will join me as we'll talk about uh, some of the big news in the NFL over the past couple of days. Uh, Khalil Mack to the Chargers, certainly a game changer for their pass rush to go along with Joey Bosa and uh, maybe get into a little college hoops as well with Frank. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The KFC chicken sandwich is served hot and straight from the fryer. That's why it's finger licking good. Order the KFC sandwich today. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is the look ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, joined now by Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports covering the NFL and sports betting. And uh, Frank, the big news of the quarterback carousel. Yes, Aaron Rodgers back to the Packers, but Russell Wilson to the Broncos. And immediately everyone reacted, or should I say overreacted, and the market moved the number. The Broncos now very high up as one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl and in the AFC. Do you agree with the market moves? Are the Broncos legit contenders now with Russell Wilson? Yes and no. I think the market had already moved on the Broncos in anticipation of maybe Aaron Rodgers or some other big move. So I don't know necessarily that this move was justified. I look, I think the Broncos are very good. They're they had a lot of pieces before the quarterback, and everybody had always said, hey, if they just could have a competent quarterback, maybe they could make a run. But we have to remember, look, they're they're in the best division in football. They could finish, you know, third, fourth in that division if if you think the Raiders could get any better. Look, the Chargers, you know, I mean, news just, you know, broke that they're going out and trying to get Khalil Mack. And, you know, Khalil Mack, Bosa, Herbert, Keenan Allen, they re-signed Mike Williams. We're not even sure the Broncos are the second-best team in the division, much less the first, because the Chiefs are still there. So I think we need to pump the brakes on the Broncos a little bit. It wouldn't surprise I think they're one of those teams that has one of the biggest ranges of outcomes in the NFL. They could go to the AFC Championship game, I wouldn't be surprised. They could finish third in the AFC West, I wouldn't be surprised. I just think there's a lot to unpack there, including Russell Wilson himself, who I don't think he's, you know, on the tail end or anything, but he, you know, he did struggle late last season. Was it all injury-related? I think so, but there's a chance it wasn't, and I think you have to count for that as well. I agree there. I mean, I'm all in on, on, the, on the Chargers this year, so if all this Broncos hype means I get a better number on the Chargers, Chargers, then great, because I'm going to yep. be all in on Justin Herbert. Uh, let's go to the NFC and Carson Wentz going to the Commanders. I'm still never going to get used to calling them the Commanders, Frank. But <laughs> it seems like nobody cares. They needed a quarterback. I know Carson Wentz has had his struggles, but there was a time where he was being considered as a league MVP. Does this move elevate Washington? No, I think it, it diminishes them, actually. I mean, I think some – I saw some books actually move the number up for the Washington mm-hmm. from, like, 60 to 75 or whatever it was, and I almost agree with that. It's nothing – you know, Wentz isn't terrible, but what they gave up for him is egregious. It's just <laughs> – just stick with Taylor Haneke at that point. What are you doing? I just think that the, the telling point to me is that – the Indianapolis Colts, who I have a ton of respect for as an organization, I think are really well run for the front office, coaching staff, all that. They basically gave up on him without having 
any kind of backup plan. They just said, we just want to get rid of Carson Wentz. We don't want this guy around anymore. That is as big of a blaring alarm as you could have when a good organization steps away and says, nope, we don't care who our quarterback is next year. It's just not going to be Carson Wentz. And then into that void steps Washington, who is a terrible franchise. They have been since Daniel Snyder took over. So I don't think this makes Washington any better. I really don't. I, I, I was a guy, I was so high in the Colts last year. Love them. Thought they could have a really big season, and for a minute there, it looked like they were rounding into form. But I just have to get let go of what we saw from Carson Wentz in 2017. Like that guy ain't coming back. It just—that's never going to happen again. <laughs> He—he had that MVP stretch for about three months, and it, that guy doesn't work here anymore. It's—it it just—he's not that guy, and I don't think Washington gets much better. And in fact, they're probably going to end up getting worse because of the capital they gave up to get him. Uh, Sticking in the NFC East, a lot of rumors with the New York Giants, Mitchell Trubisky possibly being brought on board to compete with Daniel Jones for the starting job. Does that move make sense to you? And do you think that Mitchell Trubisky will be a starting quarterback in the league this year? It doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, I'm all for, hey, if you don't got a quarterback, try everything until you get one. This notion that you can't sign a second quarterback or trade for a second quarterback because you have a guy and you don't want to hurt his feelings. Well, no, this is the most important position in sports. And if if Daniel Jones has not proven himself to be anything yet, so I'm all for throwing out, you know, it, Throw as many darts as you can at the board and see what sticks. But I, I'm not sure Trubisky's that guy. Who knows? Maybe we just look back and you know in a couple of years and we're like, wow, Matt Nagy was really holding this guy back, and he's actually pretty good. I think he had some flashes. I just think there's enough flaws that he's never going to be a high end guy. But if they can get him at a reasonable deal and I, it, reasonable for a quarterback anyway, then I have no problem with the move. It's, you know, you're going to hear a lot of think pieces about, you know, Oh, is this going to ruin Daniel Jones's confidence? And what's this going to do to the locker room? And who cares? Like, it doesn't matter. If you end up with one good quarterback out of those two, then you, you feel good about it. But I'm just not sure this is the move, but Hey, I don't mind them trying. Why not? As long as it's not some deal, that's really going to keep you from signing an anybody else next year we're talking to frank schraub from yahoo sports scott Sadenberg here it's the look ahead on vsin the sports betting network uh you know sticking i, I know i want to talk a lot about the nfc east here but i feel like that's the division where a good long shot bet for the super bowl should come from it's a weak division and mm-hmm. you can get some incredible numbers, maybe not the Commanders anymore because you don't like Carson Wentz, but maybe the Giants or the Philadelphia Eagles, who people forget made the playoffs last year. A different team has won this division every year since going back to, what, 2004? So why not take yeah. a team like the Eagles or the Giants or even the Commanders at a long shot to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, I, and I agree with you there. It's, it's all based on what you feel about Dallas. I think Dallas is a really good team. Don't get me wrong, but they're not uh, unbeatable by any means. And this is the NFL where things change, you know, week to week, basically. I would have really liked Washington in that spot if it weren't for – if I had any more faith in their quarterback, and I, I just don't right now. I, I liked Washington coming into last season. It didn't end up being right. But there were times when you're like, okay, well, I could see it. I get. I can see that this was the team that finished 2020 pretty strong. I, I don't know that I necessarily trust the Eagles, but why not? I mean, like you said, they played pretty well. Once they figured out their identity, and I give Nick Sirianni a ton of credit because he just said at some point early in the season, this isn't working. Us ignoring a running game is just, uh, maybe I want to be a pass-happy coach, but 
that we ain't got the personnel for it. What we got the personnel to do is run the ball, run it off and play some defense. And they ended up getting on a really nice hot streak after that. And I'm not the biggest Jalen Hurts fan in the world, but he's shows some things. He's just inconsistent. If, if he could somehow, some way, get rid of the bad games and just have those good Jalen Hurts games, maybe there is something there. I don't, I can't, I can't jump on this bandwagon with you and, and start picking NFC East teams to win the Super Bowl. But I get where you're coming from in that the division itself won't be too tough to navigate if, if you're really into one of these teams. And yeah, if you pick the division winner, well, then you just head to a website like Prop Swap right. or something and just sell that ticket when they get to the playoffs because you know that the numbers yep. going to be uh, much less valuable. Let's uh, talk a little um, uh, uh, other sports. I know you're doing a lot of sports betting coverage for Yahoo as well. Any futures bets that you've made in the college basketball landscape as we get get closer to the tournament? Nothing. I, I mean, nothing very recently. I, I'm i a Wisconsin alum, so I do have that ticket. I do have a Duke ticket from back in April when you could kind of see the recruiting class taking shape, and I got a pretty good number on them. The one team that I keep coming back to, though, is Auburn. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just falling for it, but you just, you look at the pieces they bring to the table, and, I mean, Jabari Smith's going to be a top-five NBA draft pick, and they're starting to use him a little more. They're starting to figure out, okay, we, we need to really feature this guy on offense. Walker Kessler blocks everything in sight. Their guards are really, really tough, and I like that come tournament time. So, and Auburn's not one of these teams that's getting a t- They were about a month ago. They're getting a lot of buzz, but that's when nobody's paying attention to college basketball. And since then, they took a couple losses, and the number got a little bit easier, uh, you know, to, to stomach. So, I kind of like Auburn at the current price. I think that they can really make a run. I like Bruce Pearl as a coach. I, I just, in this, in this college basketball season where... It's one of those rare seasons where you can make a good case for about 10 to 12 teams win a title. Usually we get, look, usually we get to this point, we talk about how wide open the tournament is and anybody can win. When in reality, we can pick, you know, there's probably four, maybe five teams among that pocket of teams that's going to win. And yeah, sometimes a 2014 UConn happens, but that's pretty rare. Usually we know by now, here are our contenders and it's four or five. This year, I do think it's double digits. And in a a year like that, (laughs) If you can pick the champ, you're, you're going to cash a nice ticket. And I, I think Auburn's live. I, I really like the pieces that they're bringing. And I, and I have an Auburn ticket and feel pretty good about it. I would feel pretty good about it as well. Frank, great time. Thanks for the insight and hope to catch up with you again soon. He's Frank Schwab. You check him out. Yahoo Sports uh, covering the NFL and also sports betting coverage uh, for the, them at Yahoo. And yeah, you know, so Auburn at 12-1 to 1 right now to win the national championship. Uh, behind Auburn, you got Kansas fourteen to one, Purdue fourteen to one, Texas Tech twenty five to one, Villanova twenty five to one. You know I'm very high on Villanova. UCLA is at thirty to one. I think they're alive. I do. And even further down, you want to take a flyer on some teams? Hey, why not? Iowa sixty to one, UConn seventy to one, Providence seventy to one. USC, 100 to 1. <laughs> USC. That's funny. I'm Scott Sadenberg. who we'll pick out some winners for Friday's slate in college hoops, the NBA, and the NHL, and more. Coming up next here on The Look Ahead, here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24 7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game in every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including Greg Hoops-Peterson, Matt Humans, Jonathan Von Tobel, and Tim Murray. 
They have insights on every key team, conference, and player to watch, from the favorites to the potential Cinderella's. Sign up today and get the betting guide plus full access to VSIN through April 5th for only $19 at vsin.com slash madness. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network, and taking a look at the college basketball games for Friday. The action starts at 11.30 a.m. Eastern time from Indianapolis, where Illinois will take on Indiana. Illinois is a five-point favorite, and I really like Illinois in this spot. Now, normally I would say a team coming off a double bye would be a fade situation. The team that just won is playing with a little bit of momentum. But Indiana has not beaten a good team all year long. The win against Michigan, I believe, was their first win against a top 50 ranked team, according to Ken Palm. And so uh, they have just, they just, that win gets them into the NCAA tournament. I really think it does. It gets them into the playing round. I'm going to fade them off of that win. Like now, they came into that game clearly on a mission. The intensity was there. They fought for Mike Woodson. They said, hey, we got it. We got to get into the tournament. This is a must-win game. And even though, yes, this is still a must-win game, I just think that it's a little sigh of relief after yesterday's win. And Illinois is the better team. Inside, I just don't know how Indiana defends them. And I think Illinois comes away with a win and a cover in this one. Uh, Auburn hosts Texas A&M. Um, Auburn's laying nine and a half. I don't like the number, but last time these two teams played, Auburn blew them out. So Auburn should be able to win this one and win this one going away. I'm just worried about, hey, team that didn't play in a couple of days. You know, I, I looked at a similar situation where Baylor was playing against the Oklahoma, and I thought Baylor should have blew them out, right? Playing for a one seed. Well, Auburn's doing the same thing, playing for a one seed, and they should win this game. They should win by double digits. It's just, uh, it's scary. Because anything can happen in these tournament situations, especially when you have a team that hasn't played in a couple of days against a team that feels pretty good about themselves coming off of a win. And as bad of a stretch as it was at one point during the season for Texas A&M, they do come into this game Winners of one, two, three, four, five straight games. Um, and, you know, they, it, it took overtime, but they got by Florida. And so maybe they come out a little slow here, a little lethargic uh, against Auburn. And then Auburn runs out to a big lead. Very, very possible. Um you know, but the win against Alabama was impressive for Texas A&M. And winning in overtime against Florida. Now we'll see what they do against Auburn. As I mentioned, the last time they played against them, they got blown out. 75-58. Uh, they were down 33-18 at the end of the first half. So that could be some. that could be a way to kind of attack this thing. Maybe Auburn in the first half against Texas A&M. Uh, looking at some other games a little later on in the day, uh, I do like Providence over Creighton. Um, Villanova against um, UConn is a little dangerous one, maybe. Um, don't know what I'll do on that one. UConn's certainly going to have the crowd 
in their favor there at Madison Square Garden. Uh, elsewhere, Duke is a nine-point favorite against Miami. This is a Miami team that beat Duke earlier this season. You would think Duke in a revenge spot would win and win rather easily. But Duke was down at the half against a Syracuse team without Buddy Beheim. And they did well in the second half to win the game. And they didn't cover the spread, but they won the game. So looking at Duke now against a Miami team that they lost to earlier this year, yeah, I would think that they would get revenge and and win in this one. I like Iowa over Rutgers as much as it pains me because I'm a big Rutgers guy. But excuse me, but Iowa looks good. Iowa looks real good. And they're seven point favorites in this game. Seven and a half now, and I just got to believe that, I don't know. I don't know if I have it in me to bet against Rutgers as much as I love them, and I might just, my heart just might want to take the points with Rutgers, but this game is not at the rack, and Iowa's just been so good, and if Iowa would have won that last game of the regular season against Illinois, then Iowa would be, the five seed, the four seed, and Rutgers would have had to play against Northwestern. Iowa plays against Northwestern. They blow them out 112 to 76. They scored 64 points in the first half. They made Big Ten tournament history with 15 three pointers. Now, does that hurt them? Going into this game, does it, uh, you know, do, do they now have a regression from their shooting? I don't know. But um, certainly that is one of the games that I have circled. And I will absolutely be on UCLA on Friday night fading USC at all costs. Uh, on your NBA scoreboard, you got the, uh, let's see, here's what's going on on Fridays. We have uh, a busy slate of games in the NBA Coming up on Friday, we got, let's see, Minnesota six-and-a-half-point favorites at Orlando. The Celtics are laying 13-and-a-half against the Pistons. The Pistons, who have covered nine straight games. Yes, 9-0 and against the spread the Detroit Pistons are in their last nine games. The Hawks, six-point favorites over the Clippers. Grizzlies, nine-and-a-half-point favorites over the Knicks. The Knicks have won three straight on the road all is outright underdogs and should have been four straight because they should have won the game in Phoenix that they lost on the buzzer beater, the bank shot buzzer beater. Mavericks are 11 point favorites at Houston. You got the Heat laying five and a half at home against the Cavs. The Jazz, seven and a half point favorites in San Antonio. Suns are laying six at home against the Raptors and the Lakers laying four and a half at home against the Wizards. You can bet on the Lakers. Good luck with that. I'm not touching this Lakers team. I wouldn't touch them with your money. Heat are interesting to me. Miami could be a team to bet on here um, against the Cavs. Miami comes into this game um, as they lost to the Suns, 111-90. to And... Probably a bounce-back performance here against Cleveland. 
Uh, Darius Garland um, had a big game last time. The Cavs beat the Pacers barely, 127-124. So we'll see. No Jared Allen and uh, see how that affects, uh, affects them. On the ice, we already talked about the four-game slate. And uh, I haven't really changed my opinion on these. Wild and Blue Jackets, total of six, kind of like the over in that one. Uh, Minnesota is minus 210 on the road. Vegas at Pittsburgh. Penguins are minus 140. I like the Penguins in this spot. Uh, Vegas just isn't right right now. Uh, Winnipeg at the Islanders. The Islanders are minus 120, total of six there. And uh, I kind of like the Islanders at home. And then you got Capitals, Canucks from Vancouver. It's uh, pretty even both ways, minus 110. And the total of six, I lean towards the the over in the Capitals and the Canucks. So, yeah, I'd go over in Minnesota, over in uh, uh, the Vancouver game, and then I'd go Islanders and Penguins on the sides for each of those games. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Follow me on Twitter at Scott's on air. It's S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Coming up this morning on Follow the Money, Will Hill, the uh, VSIN contributor, host of the New York City cast, will join the program. And Bruce Marshall, professional handicapper at 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. That's coming up this morning on Follow the Money. And, yeah, speaking of Will Hill with the New York City cast, what a win it was for the Brooklyn Nets. That came home for us. It was one of our best plays going into that game against the Sixers on Thursday night. We'll see if we can start off the day with the victory with Illinois on Friday morning and set the tone for a good weekend, which is really what we all want to have. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.